0: Your Arabs podcast. Um, this is a QA from InstaLive that was among Nadim, Philip, Nadia, and me. Alia. nadim and Philip are the Wake Island duo. This QA is about a video that recently came out to Wake Island's track Last Ruins. It um features Anya Knee's. You can find the video on Cold Cuts Magazine, um, the Insta page, it's from May 3rd. So enjoy this Q&A is also from the release date. So uh,
1: just for everyone who's joining, uh, we're Wake Island, they're the Queer Arabs podcast. So take a second to grab your phone, follow their podcast, because it's pretty cool, they cover so much and they've been supporting of us and our party and everything. That has to do with queerness and Arabness at this point. So, thanks for this, and we're very happy to be here with you. And uh, it's going to be pretty, pretty casual, I think, today. So, I know you have some questions, and we peered at some of them, but we didn't—I swear—we didn't prepare anything. So, we just want to have a conversation. So, uh, I guess can start. Yeah.
0: Idea of what we will go. Um, so, first but, of all, the music video is
2: amazing. Thank you. Uh, um, yeah. i a look at it. Um, I kind of wanted to start by talking about the song
1: itself, though. Uh, mm-hmm. When did you it and what was the inspiration for it? Yeah, uh,
3: Nadima, let's do the end of this one. Um, you, you're you're asking about the inspiration, right, of, of the video, or, or
2: the song, the, first the of song, of of song
3: yeah. itself? The song, yeah, the song, yeah. So yeah. basically, we were we were reflecting on this like uh, these days because you know the, the video is finally out and we're really excited about it. Uh, the story behind this is we were, um, that's about two summers ago, I think we were on tour in the UK. Um, and we finished, uh, the tour, you know, it had highs and lows. Unfortunately, we, we,
1: we ended the tour on a, on a very
3: low note. Like the last show was kind of terrible. Disaster. Uh, and we, uh, we came back home. Awesome. At, uh, to New York, to Flatbush. I was sitting at Flatbush at the time, still came back to Montreal, I think. Um, And we were feeling very lost, quite devastated. Like, uh, actually, the the real feeling was, um, like, we really didn't belong anywhere. We had no idea, like, what the hell we were doing. (laughs) You know, this kind of feeling where you're like, what's the purpose of everything? And and who am I, kind of, you know? Um, And uh, so we kind of, this song came out of this. Like, we basically uh, wrote it. And as we were writing the song, it kind of was like a time traveling back into our youth, you know, it's like, as the lyrics came, and I guess we were in this mindset. Uh, we were just like thinking about it in my head. And I think Phil too, I, I don't know, cause we, we kind of wrote it like, I'm just, just going to
1: stop you for a sec, Matt. Cause the moment you started talking about the UK tour, Christian logged into this. Hey Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Christian hey, is, is a friend from Liverpool who we played music with and, he was responsible for the good, one of the good parts of the tour. But that yeah. particular show that Nat's talking about was just one of the shows on the tour where literally like we played to the bartender. and It was just really, it happens in every <laughs> musician's life. But being yeah. the last
3: show on the tour, it's, it's, it's never a good thing. Never a yes. good thing. And so anyway, as we were writing it, it kind of, the song took us into like a, time-traveling device and threw us way back into our, like, teenage years in Beirut. And, uh, that, that same feeling we felt coming back from this tour and being in, like, Flatbush and, you know, and just being, like, um, what the hell am I doing here? I feel so different. I feel so, like, out of place. Are feelings that both Ben and I, like, felt in our teenage years in Lebanon for various reasons, uh, obviously, but, um... And, it, like, this is what the song was, like, came came to us naturally as, like, we're revisiting this time and place, which is the 90s in Lebanon, and how we felt, like, while we were into the pop culture and everything that was going on, and, you know, we had friends and everything, we felt like we were black sheep, you know, like, didn't belong. Um, I had immigrated at the time myself. I was in Canada, then came back to Beirut at my early, early, like, I was 9, 10 years old uh still was going through like puberty I assume and <laughs> all those sexual questions and all that stuff. And I, I think um, you know we we when we wrote the song we had this like crazy vision that the video had to it's like we never ever thought of a music video when at the early songwriting phase. Like this never happens. Usually we make a song, we finish it, we produce it, blah blah. And then we're like oh what can we do to like how can we use a music video to illustrate the song whereas in this case i think we were both like we facetimed each other and we're like this would be great if we did like a drag queen performance of like pop you know culture in the 90s in beirut and Bill's like oh my god muhammad anya let's go like and like we we hadn't even finished the song like the song was not even that's the thing
1: so 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 the reason also that that we wanted to do this is that nad sent me a sketch of the song based on, on this experience that he was processing and to me the first thing that that came to mind is my experience feeling like i don't belong as a gay man in lebanon so that was like obviously the first thing that came up so uh nad had the words written down for the choruses about alien alienation and all this this word play and uh immediately the verse came to me like not even like 20 minutes and it became about about that for me, about what it meant, not only being gay in the Middle East, in Lebanon, but also not liking the same things as other people and then leaving the country. I I left the country multiple times and the biggest one was to come to Canada. And then you come here and you feel like you don't belong. Then you're in the Anglophone scene of a French country. And so you don't belong. Like there's so many accumulations of not belonging that, it's almost the reason why we allowed ourselves to make like a pop pop song, which was always something a bit awkward for us to do. And um, we're like, with with a subject matter like this, we're not gonna go with our dark modes on this one. So, uh, so yeah, we supported each other on that front because we've always been a bit weirded out by like big pop hooks, and we used to call it the Coachella song or something when we wrote it. Uh, yeah. So th- this is what the song was about, and. Now we're we're analyzing it more now than back in the day, but uh, looking back on what was going on in our minds and the impulse of writing it, I think this is what was happening.
0: That's a very nostalgic feel to it. Not even just the lyrics, but the the style, the melody, everything it just like brings up nostalgia for me, and I can't pinpoint why, but. I think it's, 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 we'll
2: get more into this with the video, but I think it's really, like, interesting how you were, like, so hesitant to, like, do the pop song thing. Because I think, like, pop music, it's kind of sneaky in this way where, like, no one takes it seriously. So we're, like, if you want to be taken seriously, sometimes you're, like, afraid to go there. But it also, it's it's how we learned so many messages growing up. Like, it really has so much contained in it about, like, gender, sexuality, culture, like aesthetics, like so much of what we learn isn't what we like learn from school or from parents, it's from pop culture. So then like when you kind of get over that anxiety and just like dive in, there's just so much that can, you can still think. It's
1: so true because around a bit before the time where we were writing this record, I started getting very much into like, uh, I've always done like piano covers in my life, but for some reason, I just went on a round of covering uh, female songwriters that I don't usually do. I usually have my go-tos, but I'm like, let's see what pop music can bring. So I started checking out some big pop songs, and like Madonna. And there's one in particular that really changed my whole opinion of pop music, just single-handedly. and It's weird. And it's a song by Sia, uh, Chandelier. And I used to really not like the song. I thought it was just pompous and annoying and just too big and then I'm like oh I'm gonna cover this so I covered it and then I started reading the lyrics like really carefully and it was really dark like it's really dark and it's a song about like alcoholism and her struggles with it and how like and I'm like wow like a song that is just seemingly so like frivolous can be about so much and so that really and it's not the only song obviously but the click for me was with that song and and it, it explained why I was always drawn to pop music without really realizing it and why this pop music and not that pop music because obviously pop is a big field. Yeah. So definitely we're more and more now into writing pop songs because it also forces us to go a little more uh, simple and raw in the writing, in the mm-hmm. texts and uh, that's something that can be scary for an artist that like us, we grew up in like that kind of like punk DIY type of mentality.
3: So. But I also, I also like to add that it allows for things like this collaboration to have to have happened. You know, imagine if the track itself was like uh, quite experimental and obscure. You know, we wouldn't have been able to do something so playful and so fun with it. And like, that's kind of like sometimes what I love about pop is the idea that if you go simple with the music, if you like focus it on a message then Mm -hmm. you can like really build uh, a world with it aesthetics and like you know um Mm -hmm. context and like madonna is a great example of this Mm -hmm. Uh, so many artists that we grew up with like we're were really using pop to you know to, to change the world you know and i think i'm not claiming we're doing this but but i'm just saying that it's like it's it's quite interesting uh how embracing the the medium could like uh could change your artistic work, I guess. Output
1: and also it changes the as you said, who, like making a pop song opens up so many, so much more collaboration avenues because yeah, to be able to like go so like we couldn't do a video just like like the one for Last Ruins where it's like we're taking a big pop thing and messing with it. So it needed to be supported by by a song that, that was doing just the same thing. And just to go back on the origins of the song also, in in the couple of years before we wrote uh, the record, we're slowly releasing now, we were very much uh, exploring the 90s uh, from the underground perspective and looking at techno in Detroit in the 90s and how that movement evolved. And what happened, ironically, uh, in the later 90s is that the pop world took what techno was doing and completely exploded everything with it. Like you had the Ace of Bass and Mr. President and all these bands, and then it never stopped. Like most pop songs to the day borrow so much from like the fundamentals of techno, if only for like just the beats, which obviously come from disco, etc. but let's not get into history now. But the idea that naturally our music evolved also to take what we learned from techno into pop, It's something that that I now find interesting uh, to look back on.
0: Yeah, and you still sound very much like yourselves. Like, you sound like (laughs) Wake Island, even though you're... It's Electropop, yeah. Yeah, it's Electropop. Um, You still are... It's still, like, very Wake Island.
1: I hope it is. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I, I...
0: Yeah, and the video itself is gorgeous and, like, makes... We... Oh, we watched it several times and kept realizing new. Yeah. yeah. Can, like There's so much. It's a little ticker. It, you're like I mean, okay. it's yeah. Filled, yeah. It's
3: filled with with so many great like instances, great moments. Like we're still, you know, every time I watch it, I'm like, oh my god, she did this. Oh my god, yeah. he did that. Oh yeah. my god, this happened. All the details. It's like it's really master masterful. Like. Honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm. We feel so privileged and so lucky to have been able to, you know, make this collaboration ha- happen. And and the way it did too was so like the timing of it was perfect. I don't know if you guys want us to get into this. Uh, how like I mean, when... it's funny yeah.
1: <laughs> the timing? But yeah. before we talk about this, there's 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 a thing also in the video that. Oh wait, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a quasi-complex storyline going on there if you start assembling the pieces. And I didn't quite get it at first, but it seems like it's a bunch of random scenes, but there's a chronology and flashbacks and there's a love story and betrayal. And, and it plays with our lyrics to give hints as to what may have happened. It's, it's really funny. And, uh, but yeah, the video was, uh, the, the way we wanted to do this, Nadim and I, for this video is to, is to just, we met uh, with Muhammad Abdouni. And uh, Anya Nis, and we knew from the get go, as he said, that we wanted to work with them. Uh, but we also wanted this to not just be the music video for Asurans, it needed to be something for them too. And so we started going into a long back and forth as to what they wanted to express as artists themselves. So, Muhammad, as a photographer and a videographer and uh, director, and Anya as a drag queen, I'm like, what is it that you want to say? And we had a bunch of concepts lined up some of which were good, some of which were bad, some of which were costly. And then this just came out of, as a synthesis of everything. And for us, it was very important to not be too involved once the concept was decided. Yes, Nadia?
2: Oh what, what were the bad ideas? I'm just curious.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I don't even remember. I, I, remember I remember
3: how this went down. So we were, uh, so we were in, in Lebanon. We were on tour in the Middle East. And we ended or started in Lebanon, I don't remember. And that's when we met mm-hmm. uh met with them. Um and we discussed the idea. We were listening to the song together multiple times. And I think the, the initial ideas were quite like dramatic, I would say. Uh like um like it was kind of the idea of we were toying with different concepts like uh, for instance the first concept was really cool, but very costly. You know, it was not a bad idea, but it was like the idea of having Anya perform uh, her drag in a household where her parents are like around, but no one acknowledges how like over the top flamboyant she is. Like as if they didn't want to see it, you know? Like, yeah, like,
1: I remember that. Um, the remember was that about idea? denial. Yeah, I
3: mean, yeah. yeah.
1: There was this denial I'm sure you know what I'm talking about this denial that that the Arab family has towards the sexuality of their children, if it's not like normative. And it's it's like, no matter how flagrant the signs (laughs) are, like my son is dressed up as a woman every day. He cooks as a like dressed up and, and no, it's just like, it's theater, you know, like there's this denial sometimes. Uh, like, he'll come home with the boyfriend, they'll sleep together, but no, 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 it's professional. Like, there's always this weird thing, and I've noticed it so much, and it's something that really honestly breaks my heart. I'm laughing about it now, but uh, it's something that uh, I struggled with, not because I experienced it directly, but I was afraid of it happening to me when I came out and everything, that, that I would be faced with the wall, So that was the beginnings of of what we wanted this video to be. And then it just felt too dark. We're like, let's just do something a little more fun. And I don't know if you remember other ideas, Ned?
3: I do remember one other idea that had to do... I don't remember the the narrative, but there was an idea where we wanted... uh, Like, Anya was going to be backstage, and then there was going to be some drama involved with a performance. I really can't remember the details of, of everything, but... It, it yeah it was kind of dark it was definitely not as playful as this and then so we brainstormed all this stuff but then we literally like left we finished the tour we left lebanon and i think after a few back and forth uh conversations uh i i think they kind of like nailed it they're like mm-hmm. this is what we're going to do trust us and we, so we had no idea and 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 when when they told us like it's going to be playful and fun we're like Fuck yeah, like let's go, let's do this. We were I mean, in Morocco, we were again super, at this point. So we yeah. were super excited. And then the, the video, like they shot it super fast and basically in basically, like over, I think a weekend, if I'm not mistaken, like yeah. a couple of days or maybe just one day. Um, and bam, next thing we know, we were, yeah, we were in Morocco, like touring and we just like, they emailed us the video and we're like, what? We were floored. We're like, oh my God, this is so good, you know? Like uh, it's like honestly the best the the best of all ideas and, and yeah it yeah. really made us
1: happy when we we saw we were in a hotel room in, in Morocco and we we're like yes this is it yeah. it was perfect and then the drama happened because that was in August
3: no, no October no. Um, I think it was yes uh, September 20, September of last year
1: yeah. yeah so and so we're like okay so we'll release this in like November. So we were all lined up to release it in November and then the revolution exploded in (laughs) Lebanon and we felt super inappropriate releasing like a video then or releasing anything so because we were just so taken by by this movement so we just postponed it and then uh, we postponed it to release it uh, around uh, March and then this COVID thing happened and then everyone was (laughs) depressed and we're like Like, and then we had press lined up for it and all this kind of stuff. And we're like, this is so inappropriate. So
3: again, we were going we to do this at Leylit. We were going to have a party. Anya was going to perform live and all those awesome things. And then confinement.
1: <laughs> so it, it has a bit of a curse. And then the moment we decided to, uh, to re-release it, uh, like a week ago, the revolution started again in Lebanon, which I'm actually pretty happy about. But... <laughs> But there's there's a pattern here, so this time we're like we're going to release it no matter what before it does any more harm to the world.
2: Yeah, I think if you just wait till nothing's going on to release the Real music ever, video, yeah,
1: it's when- not gonna happen anymore. That's it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is a point in quarantine where people really need something positive. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so the timing yeah. feels like it makes sense.
2: Um, and we also need so- to. I mean. I don't know. Not that like all COVID things, but there are other things to be thinking about and yeah. Little but by it-
1: little, yeah. There's other subjects
2: continues, so um
0: yeah. Right. Um
2: yeah. It's not
1: well, yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah. Do you want to talk about who all you collaborated with?
1: Yes. So the whole thing is under the umbrella of uh, Cold Cuts magazine. And that's uh, just to say a few words about it. It's an amazing magazine. Uh, it's a queer magazine in Lebanon, which like of itself is like a huge deal. And I don't even know how they managed to get printed. Actually,
3: I have copies here. No, sure. I, I'll, I'll, I'd like to add it's the first queer magazine in the Middle East. Correct me if I'm wrong, Phil, but I think that... I mean, that's the cover in Lebanon, you know? This, uh, this doesn't
1: happen. This doesn't happen a lot. And the inside is just amazing. It's photos of
3: Legends. queer
1: queer allies. That's the first uh, volume. And there's, there's a so second one much. and they're
3: releasing a third one, I
1: think. Just, uh, very soon. I'm trying to like show you well, but it's really, really, really nice. Showcasing like so much and a lot of the photos, if, I'm not sure if all of them are, but a lot of them are from Hamad, who's heads this project and the second volume is it's pretty awesome also and it's about uh, a drag queen in lebanon called andrea who's really amazing and it's about you'll love this if you don't know this the whole thing is about her relationship with her mother and and it's like it's really really touching to, and the mother is apparently ultra supportive and it's I've just about that com- the complexity, I guess, of that relationship. And that, that's pretty, pretty amazing to watch. So that's who, uh, uh, that's like the banner under which we're releasing the video. And so muhammad Abdouni directed the video. So he's uh, he's the one behind Colgott's Magazine. And Anya Neese is a drag queen. Uh, she lives in New York now. She's a Lebanese. And we like love her to death, like we're very good friends. And I mean, our friendship, honestly, we didn't know her before we did the video. So, and the friendship has been growing nonstop since and uh, very, very happy. If Only for the friendships we developed with uh, Mo and Anya, this video was 100% worth it. And so that these are the main collaborators. And then of course, there's like a lot of people who helped uh, edited. There's special effects, as you could see. There's there's special effects in our video. It's not like the dress
3: and co co-starring. Josh. Yeah.
1: As the cheating husband.
3: As the cheating husband, Josh tobey His his performance is also insane.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's
3: like you know, it's just displaying this this person we all know. You know, like in the way he treats her, like with all this, like you know this like when he disses or when he like yells at her and stuff like that. It's just so, it's so honest. It's so I, I don't know. It's very accurate. It's funny to to see it. You know, it's, it's so um, great acting. Like honestly, I mean, we've
1: seen these videos. We know we know these characters <laughs> yeah. by heart. It's the seductive. Uh, lover who comes in, everything's nice at first, he brings her like flowers and big teddy bears. And then next thing you know, he's cheating on her, comes home with a hickey. And it's, <laughs> it's just funny because all the video, the thing with the videos, we all love them and we all like almost fetishize them at this point, the Nawal Zoghbi era and all these pop stars. But something that's always bugged me in them and I can finally see what it is that bugged me is that they were representing women as these powerful figures. Like there was this era where they were wearing like uh, the tailleur, the suits and everything. But no matter, like even though there was this image being portrayed, they were still at the mercy of these men that loved them and cheated on them. And so in a way it was kind of like a double-edged sword where on one hand you see a powerful woman, but on the other hand, she's nothing without that man. And she's only happy when he loves her and only unhappy when he hates her. And not all videos were that but a lot of them felt to me like the woman was still centering somehow around the man whether they hated him broke up with him loved him all these things and i guess now we're seeing more videos from women who are just who are had nothing to do with like a romantic interest or anything and that that's pretty cool and so that was something i don't know if anya had that in mind when when she was doing this but to me, uh, to me, when I see this video, uh, it reminds me of, of this aspect of, of the '90s and even 2000s, and to the day, sometimes even a lot of people.
0: Then there's also the aspect of like you can see her like throughout the video, she gets more and more emotionally distant from him, and you can tell like maybe the direction it's heading, and like even though they're physically still together and like or it's like affection. this thing you
2: see in a lot of videos it's yeah. like we're together but i'm not looking at but you i'm not like, looking at the camera yeah, i'm,
0: I'm like, the star here <laughs> like i'm um, focused on something else now i don't know that's something we Or notice. just like, like being like like i
2: need you as my prop or frame or whatever but like i am the star yeah. <laughs> and i'm looking at the camera and like the camera is what? It's, it's,
1: it's, it's looking at me. You're just an accessory. And yeah, I did see that in the video. And you have to be careful because some of the scenes are like from the past. I think the scenes where she runs to him and he's coming with the flowers, that's like when they met, I think, in the scenario. Right. And then what happens at the end is that he cheats on her. And she's like, fuck you. I'm going to go out in my garden and be fabulous. And I think this is a bit of the progression that goes on here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so much fun to watch, and uh,
3: but seriously, the the watermelon though, the water not watermelon, that's like everything <laughs> when, when it just like falls and breaks.
1: Honestly, I think the watermelon should win the Oscar, not Anya.
3: <laughs> yeah, <seriously>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: another thing, another um, element we were noticing was like several shots. Can you speak to that? Like where there's kind of like a cage effect or like bars. In front, like, do you know? Like, can you speak to what that signified?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this is not. It shouldn't think too much of it. I think this is part of of the general '90s video aesthetic, where digital effects started being like, oh my God, we can do this stuff, and every video, every video, even like MTV, but that was maybe a bit less crazy. But every video we saw in the Arab pop was like, oh, let's do the kaleidoscope, or let's do the oh, the transitions yeah. and. And he was just so much in one video every time, and, and I, I can't speak for him, but I'm pretty sure that that Muhammad wanted to show that in the video to make it consistent with this idea that this is a video from the '90s, almost like oh, we not, it was never released then, but de- there it is because today like morals allow us to. So for sure, for sure, it's just an, I think it's mostly an aesthetic choice, and also also I mean if you go to Anya Niz's Instagram today she's uh, posting a lot of the references and influences for the video. And you'll see a lot of the ideas were, I wouldn't say ripped off, they were directly referencing other videos from Nawal Zuhbi and Sharihan and a bunch of stuff where they were using these digital effects and like the dress changing colors. And this was all like carefully planned out as a reference. Like every shot in this video, I think, has a reference somewhere. So that's pretty cool to check out on her Insta
0: Huge shout out to Anya's um, outfits. It's amazing. Yeah. You yes. just to mention that.
1: I have the outfit here. Yeah. I brought it back for her from from Lebanon, and I I never could go back to New York. I, and I have it. I'm gonna go get it. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. She, she's she's amazing. Like, uh, yeah. this is like one of Anya's like. Like the, she's a magical performer, okay, but this also a like wardrobe. She designed everything.
1: And I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear it, and if she hates me, she hates me. I wore it this morning, and she wasn't very happy. And surprisingly, it fits me.
0: It looks great.
1: And so maybe if COVID never ends, I get to keep it. Yeah. Right? I to see the like the shoulders changes everything. Everything. Yeah. Hey, a I understand now this 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 thing. So maybe it's the same with heels too, because there's there's this weird uh, confidence that comes from having wide shoulders that I never experienced. I don't experience like a lack of confidence with my shoulders like bare, but this is I I feel like uh, empowered right now. We
2: needed like a little
3: shoulder boost to feel
1: better about yourself, but I guess you do. <laughs> so now the birthday gift. Uh, shoulder
3: pads, please. Well, I, I know who to hire. I, I, Anya, if you're, if you're listening, you know, this is it. This is a gig. My First secret birthday, my
1: or... dream now is that Halloween... It, will be, I never dress up on Halloween. Never. But what I'm thinking is Halloween is on. I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to have Anya like style me, dress me, drag me, everything, and, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. But when is it? October, I think. Uh, it might be in the smack in the middle of the second wave. Uh,
0: I don't know.
2: I, I don't know. can't predict things. Um, We've been about- talking
1: for 30 minutes or so, and we haven't mentioned COVID enough. now. That's pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah.
2: yeah, look at us. Um, there are other things that exist. Um, well, okay. So planning things is obviously hard, but um, insofar as you can generally have like dreams or intentions of uh, what Wake Island wants to do in the future, especially when it comes to like video or collab projects, like what do you feel is next? Like what are some ideas or paths mm. you'd like uh,
1: to It's a big question. I mean, it's a question that's uh, tormenting us a bit, I guess, but, but we're very, uh, we're generally, pretty confident with Wake Island as a project because we're, we're, we're naturally da- very diversified. So we have the band and the touring and all these typical things, but we also do a lot of production work. Uh, we work with other artists, uh, film music. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff we can do, but we definitely, uh, I'm going to answer your question with regards to the band aspect of things. And that's something that we don't plan on dropping at all. And we're slowly getting back in the groove of writing uh, because we're producers also, other than being performers. So this is something that we can do from home, write songs, record songs, produce songs, release songs. So that's definitely, expect more and more. And this year was supposed to be an album release year for us. So there's going to be an album and Last Ruins is on it and we've already released a few tracks from it. So we're giving like, we like to give each song uh, its moments. So when we feel like the songs we want to give a moment to had had their moment the album will come out i mean there's no date planned yet but uh, yeah it's 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 hard it's hard to like imagine yeah. our lives it's hard imagining income income is a tricky thing because most of our income comes from touring which we don't foresee we'll be able to do this year so uh, yeah, and the party is yeah. you know with leylet that was a, that's a big thing also for us it's also other than income, there's also like uh, mental health involved in like, I mean, there's, there's a lot of ups and downs in an artist's life when it comes to mental health. But but definitely when you're playing a show, playing a good party, playing a good show, that really helps keep you motivated to create. Keep oh you my motivated. God, yeah, of course. And that's what I'm mostly scared of is that I won't have this monthly party with all my community that I can go to and refresh and rejuvenate, you know, because every time we did a laylit or every time we do a Wake Island show, I leave that show feeling like, Oh, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's why all the difficulties are okay. And now I feel like we're left only with the difficult parts. So it's just going to be up to us to figure out a way to, um, yeah. to break the cycle a bit. There's a cycle of like up, down, and we need to, uh, to learn how to, like, reconfigure it in a way that that the work. Yeah.
3: And how to also embrace the, like, the technological aspects of existing. Like, we're not, we're not uh, an artist that's very, uh, that shares a lot online. Like, this is not our thing, uh, but we have to learn how to be, um, creative and how to maintain or, I guess, be honest, have our voice come through using, like, you know, Streaming, live streaming, stuff like that. It's uh it's tricky, but I think this is gonna be the challenge this year mostly is mm-hmm. how to still connect with people without physically connecting with them, which is how, how we you know, how we yeah. I'm gonna say how we preferred it up to this point. Um yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's hard and I've I've read a thing yesterday about video discussions and how they're not quite the substitute for even a phone call, just because there's all the tech glitches and things that happen in a video actually kind of reinforce your feeling of loneliness because it reminds you in the moment of you, where you think you're having a social interaction. It just reminds you of maybe subconsciously or something, whatever. It just reminds you of actually you're not there. And, and it's actually, uh, I see some psychologists started to recommend just regular phone calls again, just because yeah. of, these little yeah. glitches that happen there. Yeah.
0: I read that too, Where and it was like, you know, the little delays or the glitches makes it hard to read someone's face and, like, talked about the facial, like, how how much we depend on those, even, like, minute facial expressions. Yeah, like, yeah. I
2: like my face on the camera.
0: <laughs> um, but I think, like, I think a lot
2: of us, are kind of struggling with the idea that like all this streaming and zoom performance and stuff that it has to replicate the original and i'm kind of giving up on that like that's not gonna work that's not a path mm-hmm.
3: that's gonna
2: yep. anywhere and if we're gonna like enjoy this it has to be like what is it's uniquely okay. fun about this particular format and how can we express ourselves in this format instead of pretending yeah. we're at come on everybody or something you know like yeah.
0: yeah like Nadia made a drag video recently and the and the way it was it came oh, no, together. But it was basically like a film yeah, yeah so yeah. It, it was like nothing like what would happen on a stage it was its own thing that works within this format and i think that was that was cool to see yeah. like how it came. let's not pretend we're somewhere we're not you know right.
2: yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: project Absolutely. And, like, also in, in the mental health discussion we're having before i forgot uh, the shoulder pads now are on the list of things we could do um, but uh, in answer to this Naja, you're 100 uh, percent correct and that's also one of the reasons we haven't played live shows yet on zoom or anything it's because we don't feel comfortable trying to replicate a live performance yeah. so we've been working on like what is our style online you know it's like another type of show uh the same way an acoustic unplugged show is different from a plugged show a live show online is not the same as a as the show and i've seen some zoom things where like they ask people to like applaud and i mean it's cute it's fun but but it's not the same and we don't like to do things like half-assed and so we're and we might be perfectionists on this end but we want to do something really cool so and i love Tech troubleshooting. This is like, I live for it. So I'm figuring it out how to do something cool, and when it's cool, you'll see it. Pretty much. Well,
2: yeah. I'm, sorry for that. Um, I'm gonna have to personally tune out in a little bit to teach a class on Zoom. What do you know? Um, but
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, but I can do. Um, yeah.
1: Also, if anyone that's listening now wants to ask questions, I think there's a question thing, right? I don't know what this thing is. I've never really done a lot. So, if anyone's curious about anything with the video, again, for those who joined later, we're here talking about many things, but mostly about our new video, Last Ruins, that's out uh, on Cold Cut magazine. So, go check it out. Yeah. And what else? I mean, I'm enjoying this. It's fun. Yeah. I love this.
3: Uh,
0: I'm excited. Um, yeah, anyone? Ask who's a here? Questions. Ask, a, ask a, or we'll just start having
2: yeah, Um. I, I'm i just going to comment on, before I leave, like, just other things that stood out to me about the video. Like, the little ticker at the bottom gets me, because I feel like it's just, like, it's almost like a metaphor for what we were talking about, about how, like, pop culture is all, like, happy and fun and frivolous, and then, like, underneath it, it's something dark, and then literally yeah. it's, like, like, something completely, like, That's That's
1: exactly <laughs> the point of this, I think. Uh, that was Mo's idea... And the actual headlines yeah. that are there, hey, Zach O'Gram, thanks for listening. The headlines are real headlines from the day they were editing. And some of them are completely absurd. And, and <laughs> I don't know, uh, people who are watching, like in. I don't know about the rest of the Middle East, but in Lebanon, every TV channel at every time of the day at this point has these stickers that tell you the news. And pretty much the news because people have become very addicted to the news, especially these days.
3: Since the war war and
1: the revolution, it's like, we can't be watching our Mexican dubbed soap opera and miss what might be going on. So we need the (laughs) dark news and how many deaths at COVID that it's like you're watching, say uh, Grey's Anatomy today. But like the death counter of COVID just keeps going up at at the bottom of the screen. That's almost the equivalent of this. And then it turned into a staple. Of TV, and then you see like the most random news come up. Now it's not even dark anymore, so I think no, it's hilarious. It's hilarious, and so that's that's what's going on in the video. And they're all real. They're all real.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, and it works well with the like juxtaposition of ruins. Like something very serious happened at these ruins and stuff. And then you have Anya being all fun. I gotta get. Thanks so much, y'all. This was so much fun. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Um. Yeah. So. Oh, let's see Hold what. On. I
1: think there's a question. Congrats oh, yeah. on the song.
0: Interesting video idea of the parents in denial of their kids' queerness.
1: Yes, I mean that's uh, that that wasn't in the video anymore, uh, Dina, but uh, it's something that is on the back of our mind. That was on the back of our mind when we wrote the song. That was on the back of our mind when we conceptualized the video, and that is on the back of our mind today because we know so many people uh, struggle from from the fear of coming out just that and not to turn to a dark place now, but there was recently in Morocco a big uh, wave of of uh, people were being uh, outed uh, to not get into details, but this uh, influencer who is uh, i think herself trans ask her followers to out their gay neighbors and gay friends and gay people and ask them to go on apps on Grindr and to just locate gay men and out them to society, which caused so much harm, so much harm. Like, like that's the kind of things that make me cry because so many people were forced out of the closet in a very difficult, uh, I mean, it's difficult. Is not even the word. I don't. I don't even know what the word is. How to deal with this? And some of us are lucky enough that we get to plan it. We get to uh, to wait yeah. until we're ready and to be suddenly outed in a in a country where the government and the the general uh, uh, population might not be ready necessarily for this is is a very difficult thing. So yeah, that goes beyond that that idea of the denial, but it's really part of it. It's, it's because as a society, it's not just the parents who deny it, it's society. It's just more convenient for a society to ignore that side of it. And Gosh. we talk about the Middle East now, but 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago, it was happening here. It's still happening in many communities here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tend to only focus on big cities now where, where gay rights have, have improved. But we forget that just not even 50 years ago, the whole country, like we're in Canada now, one of the most accepting countries. And it wasn't the case not too long ago. And I don't like it when uh, societies like the Canadian society or American society just start looking down on societies where they haven't made that breakthrough yet. I think it's uh, in a way the responsibility of, of it's a worldwide responsibility, a little bit like the COVID thing that if you've managed to get past some uh, issues, that you don't condescend on people who haven't and on the contrary, you help them. And I've seen the queer community in the US and Canada really come forward to support the Moroccan community in many ways, so that's pretty cool. I don't know the extent to which it will help actually, but I think it helps someone in Morocco seeing that they're not being ignored and they're being heard and, yeah. 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 So that's these issues uh, for us are are very, very important and something that i personally as a gay man have to struggle with a lot. And I consider myself lucky in terms of the circumstances I was brought up in, uh, the country I live in, the rights I have. So I'm in a position where I could just sit and chill or that I could try to contribute something. And so when we do a song like this and I thank you not to be an, a big ally on this issue and allow us as, as a band to just like talk about these things and
3: right, so it's a privilege to yeah. be in that position.
1: So, and people like you and your podcast are a big part of this. It's, it's not only are you raising awareness and, and allowing people to have a voice, but you're also yeah. documenting and archiving the voices of all these people. And how, I don't know, you're like beyond a hundred episodes now of, of the podcast. Yeah. It's,
0: it's grown a lot. Um, it, it's gone a lot longer than I even expected. Like I, I was like, "Are we going to run out of things to talk about?" But it still feels like we're just starting. No.
1: Dina says that there was a wave in Saudi, also about the outings. Have you heard of it? Because you, I think, you follow Saudi a bit more closely.
0: Huh? Yeah. Um, so there is a, for example, there was an Instagram page that was just like posting all these. Pictures and descriptions of people and outing them, and like saying just writing all these insults and stuff. And we kept having to like report the page, and um, Instagram was taking it down, but then they start, they kept starting over and over and over, and, and not caring that like there's a death penalty for this, yeah. Uh,
1: Zako Graham, the podcast. Just look up the Queer Arabs podcast. It's on all the podcast apps. I mean, you'll find it. The it's it's a blue kind of blue sky. I'm doing the promo for you. It's a blue sky background with a hummus be
0: situation going on.
1: Yeah, (laughs) a hummus heart. Yeah, a hummus heart. And uh, they interview a lot of uh, of yeah. So I think I think you'll find it then. Start from the beginning. You'll see the audio quality takes a drastic improvement at episode three.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <And> <laughs> a couple of the episodes include Wake Island. So yes. look for them. one is at Yalapunk and one is at Laylit. So, yeah. yeah, Look for those. Um, they're really good. Um, so, is there okay? One thing I was wondering is like, is there a story or like a moment from the making of the video that stands out to you that you'll always remember that you want that you'd be like willing to share?
1: Well, in the making of aspect of it, we were not in Lebanon when it was shot. So we don't have the memories of the actual shoot.
0: Yeah. But there's but- a little
1: bloopers at the end uh, of the video that, that can be fun. Well, so I-, I can't speak to, to the moment of the shooting, but uh, yeah. To me, the the moment that I cherish the most uh, are the conversations we had with uh, Anya and Mo at the beginning. And as we kept postponing it and making decisions about its release, it was an interesting thing. And in, yeah. uh, we didn't talk too much about this, but in the process, we ended up doing other things together. Like we did a photo shoot together. Uh, he's designed some album art, artwork for us now. And you'll start seeing uh, some of it in the coming uh, weeks because we have some remixes also for, for the song that we're gonna put out soon. And he he's like, Mo is just an amazing artist and he does these artworks oh that are just, it's incredible. And so that's definitely, yeah, I, I can't think of a moment of the shoot just because we just weren't on location. <laughs> yeah, but
0: that's cool to hear, just to so like the conversations leading to it. Oh, yeah. yeah, Cool, um, and then like so, the outtakes. I love that element. Like that's something you usually get to see at, in a music video. I I thought that was a really cool touch. Like, just it just adds to the fun of it.
1: Yeah. The, the other thing it. that we don't see in in uh, the Western world is credits yeah. at the end of music videos. This this uh, you never saw this on like MTV or anything. But in Arab pop, there's always credits uh, and. <laughs> Because, I mean, there's it's like movies, you know, at the end of the day. And I don't see why really. there's no credit. And, I mean, I guess these days it's a little less of a problem because on YouTube you all have the descriptions of the text and everything. But back in the day, the video would show on TV and no one would ever know who directed it or who worked on it unless you were a geek, pretty much. And, like, even people like Michel Gondride, who are amazing directors, directed so many cool videos. Uh, with the White Strives and Bjorks and unless you uh, uh hey Eli unless you uh you know you don't know and it's, yeah. it's a shame it's a shame and and I've always loved that about uh, pop and we've actually been doing video credits in most of our music videos before this one also nice um anyone
0: who's listening do you want to ask us, ask anything else.
1: Yeah, let's wind it down. If anyone has a question before we go, we'll be happy to answer.
0: Um,
1: but I'm not sure how it works. I guess they could just type a comment. I know there's a question thing, but I don't know how that works. Yeah,
0: I think, you, I think they can just type a comment. Yeah. Anyone wanting to like, or any feedback on the video, anything that like stands out to you, if you've seen it, Um. It'd be cool to hear your perspective.
1: Anyone? Anyway, well, uh, I think we're we're good now. Are you okay? Yeah, 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 I'm good. Cool. So, uh, thank, thank you, you so much for for joining us for this. Thank it's so just uh, another COVID day. I'm glad we spent a good time, not talking too much about it. Right? Yeah. Cool. Zako.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, and thank if you it, if you save this on your Insta. Yes, I will do that. I'll put it on your podcast.
1: Great, like so double double whammy. It'll
0: double be whammy. preserved there. Yes. Yeah. Great. Okay. Have a good day. You Very too. Cool. You. I, love this. I think gonna, I'm just going to stay in this. Anya's
1: going to kill me. I might just you stay in this keep, all day.
0: You need to keep that. That's
1: <laughs> This is my COVID, COVID feel-good uh, outfit now. I'll, I'll dry clean it, whatever
0: it's an iPod. Oh, my God.
1: You better dry clean it. I don't know if you've noticed the, the, the buttons. These, this is the best part.
0: Look at the gold buttons. Yeah. Yes. They're like,
1: they're, they have, like, a good crest on them. It's, like, it's like, Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's sleek as hell.
1: Hey, Lauren. I'll talk to you in a few minutes, Lauren, I guess. Uh, okay. So thanks uh, to everyone who listened. And I guess we'll archive this so whoever wants to listen back can do that.